Wednesday, everybody. Oh, we're here, we're here Wednesday. Uh, happy, happy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, coming up on today's show, we are continuing and finishing up our Privacy Week with Privacy in Tech, plus the latest news, random facts, and a game. But first, it is April 10th, and we got a few holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? Yep, we do. Kind of holidays, but Rant. whatever. Uh, number one, it's Golfer's Day. Mm. Number two, it's National Farm Animals Day. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't have much to say about either of those. Sorry. <laughs> My husband's a golfer. A recreational golfer. Um, My grandfather had a farm with animals. All right. It's also <laughs> Safety Pin Day. Now, this is not... Safety pin day as in that weird liberal movement from a couple years ago where they all wore safety pins as some form of protest and we all made fun of them because that's what they used. I don't even remember use, that. Because that's what they used to pin diapers with. So you're saying you're giant babies. That's kind of what we were. I don't even remember that. Man. No. <laughs> this is literally celebrating that tiniest of all useful devices, the safety pin. Well then. It's what we all had to keep our pants up with as kids because there weren't adjustable waistbands when we were children. So, Matt's I'm looking not, I, don't, I'm, I don't remember if I ever had to do that or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's also Siblings Day. I wore safety pins as a part of my... My uh, not not so much gothic, but punk phase. That's when you just wore safety pins. You put it on your shirt, put several of them on your shirt. I had one on my hat. I remember that, and I remember them being banned from our dress code because people thought, like teachers thought, it was a weapon. Because <laughs> they I thought for sure. It. I mean. Like, the kids that were wearing them were the kids who were dressed in all black and with mm-hmm. the trench coats. And that was right after Columbine and, you know. Yeah. So. It was hard to be a punk after Columbine. It was. <laughs> Not that rough, I was one, but I had friends punks. who were. And I kind of thought, guys, like, just go change yeah, I your wasn't wardrobe. Either. I just had, like, a year and a half where I was like, eh, I want to dress like a go to Hot Topic a lot for yeah. a while. Yeah. The most punk that I ever was was owning a pair of Jinko pants. That was it. I still wore them with bright blue and bright yellow t-shirts and you had, you my had butterfly clips in my hair. So you, were, you were preppy up top. and I just wanted flattering jeans, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Jinko was it. Uh, anyway, Siblings Day. Siblings Day. Mm. Eh, I, mean, I got, says, I got eh. two brothers, but eh. Okay. What about them? <laughs> I have four brothers and two sisters. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sarah and Gigi, Jason, Justin, Tony, and Brett. And my brothers don't deserve a shout out. <laughs> you know, a couple of mine don't, but for the majority, I love my siblings. I didn't grow up in the house with only one of them, so go figure. Hmm. But, That's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> He's still one of my favorites, so That's good. even after growing up in the house with him, he's legit. <laughs> uh, if you love what we do here on the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. 
Uh, we've got several different tiers that you can sign up for, uh, which includes several cool incentives. We, we give away signed copies of books. We give away our board games. We give away our title belt. All kinds of awesome things, uh, even down to you know stickers and whatnot. We got one new um, new patron this past week, and we got to send her some stickers. Uh, it was really cool. But you also, even if you give just as little as a dollar a month to our ministry, you get to be involved in the process of making this ministry happen, deciding on certain songs, deciding on new um, shows or or ideas, helping us flesh things out by being a part of The Scoop, uh, which is our private Facebook group. And uh, we also do, we'll also be doing giveaways there just for our subscribers, uh, subscribers, just for our financial donors. And, um, yeah, it's fun. I'm not doing a really good job of explaining it. Right no, it's now. okay, but it's Wednesday. But That's it's why. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's halfway through the week, and yep. it's technically our last show for the week, so I'm kind of phoning it in. But, <laughs> but you know when I wouldn't phone it in? When we're fully funded. So <laughs> if you can help us reach our goal of $600 a month to keep us fully funded, keep our uh, licensing fees in check, help us continue to advertise, and most importantly, add more and more music, which we do all have to pay for, mm-hmm. uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, we would greatly appreciate you partnering with us in that method. And just for reference, there are other online Christian stations that go to as much as $10,000 a month in donations in order to operate. We're doing pretty much the same as them and need far less. So, you know. Also, like the big radio station that you hear on your car all the time. They're multi-million dollars a year. And uh, I read that they don't even need to do their pledge drives twice a year anymore. But, but they do. But they still do. We're not going to do a pledge drive. We're just going to beg you every time <laughs> we do a show. Please! <laughs> Here's the news. The filmmakers, uh, filmmaking brothers who directed I Can Only Imagine, which is something you recently saw. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. it, it, it uh, ate your lunch. Yep. Uh, they also directed a movie called Woodlawn and Mom's Night Out. Uh, I didn't realize they also did Mom's Night Out. I enjoyed that movie a lot. That was a funny movie. Yeah. Patricia Heaton, you did fantastic. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They have launched a new faith-based movie studio uh, last Wednesday with the goal of putting more high-quality Christian films in theaters. And John and Andrew Irwin and their partners, Kevin Downs and Tony Young, launched Kingdom Studios, which is not a terribly inventive name. Uh, which will bring together Christian filmmakers under one banner to produce two faith-based theatrical films a year. The new studio's goal, John Irwin said in a statement, is to produce more films that he and his brother could make alone. The studio's first four movies will be I Still Believe, which will tell the true life story of Christian musician Jeremy Camp and his first wife, Melissa, who died of cancer, which uh, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to do Jesus Revolution, which will chronicle the spiritual awakening among young people in the 1970s. Greg Laurie is going to help produce that one. That sounds very interesting. Greg Laurie, not Hugh Laurie. Yes. Not house. <laughs> house is going to be... <laughs> Uh, then we got Apostles, Resurrection of Christ, which will follow the lives of the disciples. And then we have The Drummer Boy, which is a musical 
being <gasps> developed in association with For King and Country. That's amazing! That's going to be great. So I'm assuming... <coughs> sorry. I'm assuming <laughs> that their song, their Christian song, Little Drummer Boy, or whatever it was titled, is going to be a part of it. Possibly. It sounds like it would be a Christmas thing. Yeah. That's amazing. But it might not be. I'm so excited! But either way, a musical developed with For King and Country, yeah, it's yeah. going to be... It- Ballin. I was waiting for you to say your word, but you didn't. What did I say? Dope. Oh, dope. It's going to be dope. That's usual word. I mean, used to be. I do say it a lot. I get made fun of for saying dope. I don't know why. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I'm about to cut into your news segment for a minute. But this has been on my heart for a while, okay? Okay. There are two people in this world, Okay. Two types of people. Okay. I say, no, that's incorrect. <laughs> There's like billions and billions. Two types of people. Both people judge you. Both types judge you. Okay? But you have your people who judge you and think, I should be doing that. What, what do they know that I don't know? I need to figure this out. And then you have the type that judges you and thinks, you're a moron. Why do you do that? That makes no sense. Even the smallest thing. I keep Ziploc bags in my car. Okay? I keep Ziploc bags in my car because about eight years ago, I was in a friend's car. She had Ziploc bags. I said, hey, why do you have Ziploc bags in here? Well, my kids get car sick a lot and keeping it in a Ziploc bag is easier. You seal it up. You don't have to worry about it getting out. Brilliant. That's a very genius move if you I keep Ziploc bags in my car. About a month ago, I had a friend get in my car and go, why do you have Ziploc bags in your car? Did you forget to take your groceries out or something? Uh, no, my kids get car sick, and instead of it being all over my car, it's in a Ziploc bag where I conceal it. Thanks. <laughs> why is my keeping Ziploc bags in my car offendable? <laughs> So you have two types of people in this world. You have people who are going to look at you and go, why do you say dope? Why does it matter that I say dope? Or you're going to have people that are like, hey, dope is Matt's word. When I think of dope, I think of Matt. Thank you. (laughs) You think of the dope, you think of me. Just my two cent rant for the day. (laughs) Well, the, the, the comparison that you made. Makes mine sounds really stupid. Well, but it's everything. It's <laughs> everything in life. yours was an, an idea, a good idea, that someone just didn't understand. Mine is my interpretation of a certain word that can be interpreted two other ways <laughs> that are negative. But at the same time... But no, I get what you're saying. What does it matter? It just, it just kind of... It's the two types of people in the world. The ones that are offended by the decisions that you make and the ones that are challenged by the decisions that you make. Which one are you going to (laughs) be? Are you going to be offended or challenged? See, now you see you build it back up again. And who's going to be challenged by me saying the word dope? Anybody. Truthfully, if they look at it. Should I say dope? So I am that person. I am that person that no, looks at... No, I did totally start saying dope like that, though. 
like I heard someone else say it, and I'm sure. Yeah. I'm like, that's fun. That sounds fun to say. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. And it is fun. It's fun to say dope. Or you could have been offended and been like, how <laughs> dope, dumb are they? Like the drug? Ugh. I'm or never like saying a stupid dope. person? I can't believe. How is that positive? <laughs> Back to the news. Okay. The mystery behind an endless amount of Garfield phones that have been washing up on a European beach for the last 35 years has finally been solved. Since the mid-1980s, broken and battered phones featuring the famous cat's smiling face have washed ashore in Brittany, France, and locals couldn't track down where exactly they were coming from. As many as 200 pieces of the devices were found just last year. In 2018, we're still finding up to 200 pieces of phones that have been washing up on shore since the mid-80s. Last week, officials finally discovered a cave with more pieces of the phone scattered along its opening. Once inside, they found a long-lost <gasps> shipping container, which, of course, by then was empty. Isn't that crazy? A long-lost shipping container full of Garfield phones gets trapped in an underwater cave and Why just is it taking slowly so long releases phones. For us to figure... Like, where is the guy that probably- lost the shipping container? <laughs> And he's not like, oh, yeah, hey, in 1983, I lost a container full of Garfield phones. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. And NASA and the European Space Agency are offering $19,000 to subjects willing to spend 60 consecutive days lying in bed. The space agency said the study, which aims to analyze the effects of long space flights on astronauts' bodies, calls for 12 men and 12 women to spend 60 days lying in bed at the German Aerospace Center in Cologne, Germany. The study, dubbed Agbresa, short for Artificial Gravity Bed Rest, (laughs) European Space Agency, (laughs) will look at the potential benefits of artificial gravity on long space flights. To destinations such as Mars. But yeah, 60 days, you can make nearly $20,000, but you have to stay in bed for 60 straight days. I'm assuming, I mean, you will get to eat, I'm assuming. Bring, like... And maybe watch TV. So here's the thing. I think the only thing that would, like, I couldn't do it, I'm not willing to have a pee bag hooked up to me. Pee bag... Uh, bed sores, all kinds of terrible things. Well, see, bed sores are only, you're not unconscious. You are able to move. Sure. So but as I'm long assuming... as you're keeping up on your rotating, yeah. you're not going to get bed sores. You're not at all? Wasn't there so much, isn't there only so much rotating can do after a while? No. I'm, I mean, you got to think if you rotate every two hours... For 60 days. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I was going to say, you sleep for eight hours typically, roughly, and but you still move in your sleep. Yeah, I move usually, nonstop. So. I'm like a... There are some times where I fall asleep in one position and I wake up in the same position. <laughs> That's and when you did, yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's when you, when you died for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up later in the show, finding privacy from your technology. Ooh. Stick around. 
Back Row Morning Show here on Hour 2 on this Wednesday morning. We have got five random facts for you. Okay, number one, I've been using this for years. People who express remorse when caught by an officer for speeding tend to receive a lower fine than those who don't, according to data analysis. True story. If you're going to be a jerk to the cops, the cops are going to be a jerk to you. (laughs) Just how it goes. True that. Uh Uh-huh. Number two, the U.S. government could save about $4.4 billion over 30 years by using $1 coins... Instead of $1 bills. And we were moving that direction. What happened, man? What happened? Somebody got offended instead of challenged. My my pockets are too heavy. I can't be carrying around all kinds of crazy coins. Why do we got coins? Why can't we have dollars? We need to eliminate the penny and bring in the $1 coin. That's what we need. That's just what it boils down Mm -hmm, to. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Um, Physically attacking an avocado tree without damaging it can shock it into producing fruit. So, so pretend, I just run up to pretend, an avocado. Oh, you stupid <laughs> avocado tree! I hate you so much! Pretend you're on Jerry Springer with an avocado tree. And they just said something snarky. And you have to leap out of your chair and attack them. But you don't actually attack them because you them. have security holding you back. Well, that's true. You better be glad they, get, they, they hold me back. One or two good hits in sometimes. When they're determined. When they sprint, they can usually get a, a good blow in. So you want to go Jerry Springer, Springer the attack. Is it still on? I don't know. I feel like it might still be on. It might still be on. I feel like I watched it in the early 2000s, like right after Chris and I were married. And it was not the same. So it was, And not that it was good either way. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, My dog is a member of the KKK. Yeah. We'll be talking about that today on mm-hmm. Jerry Springer. Yep. But it was that kind of comical drama that you just couldn't pull yourself away from. And then I think it just became too honest of drama to where you're like, oh, no, I don't want to. No. Uh-uh. I don't really want. These people really exist? These are yeah. real people? Yeah, no. No, I thank you. Mm-mm. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you want to do the Jerry Springer attack, not the 60 Days In <laughs> attack. So have you watched that show? Mm, yes. <sighs> yeah. It's my new show. I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm about to start the last season. Uh, Snoop Dogg once tried to rent the entire country of Liechtenstein. <laughs> Can you rent a country? Like, I'm assuming that's why is that a thing? Tried. I don't think he was able to succeed. <laughs> kind of curious how he proposed that idea. <laughs> well, I want to know what he needed to do with it. Film a music video, I guess. The whole country? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Technically speaking, strawberries aren't actually berries, but bananas, avocados, pumpkins, and watermelons are. Weird. (laughs) Okie dokie. That's like like the weird thing about uh, fruits and vegetables is that nature has set specific rules as to what qualifies as a berry and what qualifies as a fruit and a vegetable. And we as humans have been like, nah, that doesn't make any sense. That's where it we're all gonna started. Group, we're going to group it in our own groupings. That's These listen, all look kind of the same. They're all berries. <laughs> if berries and vegetables and fruits and, you know, if they can all be whatever they want to be, then, then we, we can, can be, be whatever, whatever we want to be. be. It doesn't matter what I was born as. I identify as a black male. Thank I you. I Apache helicopter. <laughs> Please refer to me as an Apache helicopter. 
<laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Where were we? Oh, yeah. That's it. So, um, I didn't come up with a new game. Um, so, we're going to play the old game. But that's okay, because this is your, your... I won last time, right? You won. So, yeah, I have the so title. this is my challenge This is round. your rematch. This is your... your your. Uh, no, this is your... your oh, what is it called? Your guaranteed rematch. So, you can win the title back right now. What? It's basically, I thought that I had to win no, and on. then it's play. It's basically me proving that it wasn't a fluke, that I won last time. And then if I get to keep it, then that means then you got to earn your way back up to the title match. Okay. I don't I don't understand these rules, <laughs> it's from but wrestling. I'll trust you. It's wrestling rules. I'm going to go ahead and guess first. So we're maybe playing, that's we're playing, why what? Maybe that's why I never really got into wrestling because I couldn't follow the rules. Like she just won. Why? No. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Uh, we're playing Bible or Not, where uh, it's a, a phone app that gives us a quote, and it's either from the Bible or it's from several other sources, like Shakespeare or rap lyrics or anything like that. And or we Snoop Dogg himself. Which is which. That's true. One of them was. All right. Uh, you ready? Yes. You focus. I'm, uh, as, as I can be. All right. Listen. Deep calls into deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. I'm fairly certain it's Bible just because I'm remembering a Christian song that goes deep calling, deep calling, deep. It's an old So song. that's your answer? Yeah, Bible. Correct. It was yes. Psalm 42, 7. <clears throat> Forgive your enemies, but never forget their names. Not Bible. <laughs> Correct. That was John F. Kennedy, though. Oh. Old Jifk. He was a vengeful man, it sounds as though. <laughs> uh, pride, envy, and... I don't know this word. It looks like Ava Rice. Avarice. Okay. <laughs> it looks like Ava Rice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know Condoleezza's that... mama. <laughs> pride... Envy and Condoleezza are the three sparks that have set these hearts on fire. Not Bible. Avarice is just greed. That's okay. What it is. Okay. It was the divine comedy, Dante. <laughs> uh, God has given us two hands, one to receive and the other to give. Oh, I still don't think, I don't think that's Bible. Yeah, not Bible. Not. Correct. Billy Graham. Eh, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good line. It's a good line. Uh, in the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I have done this. Oh man, that sounds like it could be a Shakespeare line. Bible. Correct. Genesis yes, twenty-five. Man. Yes. Uh, when five you five for five. When you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. <laughs> Not a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American proverb. Um, it is far, far better. It is a far, far better thing to do. Let me start over. <laughs> it is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. It is a far, far better rest that I go to than I have ever known. Not Bible. Correct. It was Charles Dickens. Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> Kindness is in our power, even when fondness is not. Oh, oh, 
I mean, I, I know the answer, but that's an excellent line. Not Bible. Correct. It was Samuel Johnson. That's a, <laughs> wow. That's a good line. Silence is one of the hardest arguments to refute. Not Bible. Josh Billings. <laughs> uh, so Jacob went on his journey and came to the land of the people of the East. <laughs> Bible. Correct. Genesis 29. <laughs> I ran the gamut. Yep. I ten got for all ten. ten right. That means Stupid. you have to get ten right. So we can have a tiebreaker. We don't even have to play. <laughs> no, let's do it. Here of we go. course you would say that. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> Dark times lie ahead of us and there will be a time when we must choose between what is easy and what is right. Bible or not. Not. Correct. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Hey! <laughs> Behold, I will send for many fishermen, and they shall fish them. And afterwards, I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them. Ooh, see, at first that sounded like a Bible thing, but I don't remember a whole lot of stuff Yeah, about I don't hunters. remember hunters. I'm going to say not. Uh, wrong. What? Jeremiah sixteen sixteen. Well, dang! All right, and that's the that's game. the game. <laughs> that's. I would have totally guessed the same as you. I really didn't. At, and like you said, I was on for Bible with Fishers. I shouldn't have said anything. I I feel like I kind of. It's led all right. Away. It's okay. You didn't lead me that way. I was going that way anyway. It's all right. I won't call uh, foul on the play. Hey, speaking of wrestling. Uh, we're actually recording this the day before WrestleMania. Really? For you guys, happened last Sunday. Yeah. It is, uh, I think, eight hours long. Oh, my year. word. It's, it's So are you are, hanging with the Berkies? There are 15 matches. Isn't that what you do every year? Yeah. You hang with the Berkies? We, we and... usually do it for all four of the major pay-per-views. The Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Big ones. Big four. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll be doing this, but yeah, it's definitely the longest pay per view we'll have ever done. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for it though. Yeah, it's gonna be good this year. Or well, I'm assuming it was good. I could be wrong. All of you who have already watched it by the time you're listening to this could have been bad, right? But I have high hopes. But anyway, the main reason I'm bringing it up is because Josiah Williams. One of our independent rap artists that we feature on here, uh, who is also the guy who came up with a uh, a Instagram and YouTube channel called Wrestle and Flow, where he takes uh, theme music from wrestlers and creates a rap about them to that theme music and then posts it online. Started off, he just did it as a, a goof or whatever mm-hmm. to start off with. Took off. Really? Super popular right now. Tons and tons of followers on all the social media. He went to, like, as we're speaking, he's there right now at the big big weekend event. Because yeah. last night, which was Friday night for me, was uh, NXT TakeOver. And NXT is their developmental brand. And they do a big pay-per-view themselves on the Friday night. And then they have the Hall of Fame Saturday night. And then they have WrestleMania. Well, he was there. And he's been there since they started doing all their events and he got hired by WWE's social media team. He now works for WWE. He was on an official WWE 
uh, Instagram story as the guy hosting the story. That's kind of cool. That was amazing. And that's something that I guarantee he's over the moon about and never thought would ever happen, that he'd be able to be in any capacity officially tied with wrestle with WWE. That's pretty, yeah. That's, that's fantastic. And he is a amazingly strong believer who puts Jesus in all of his stuff. He even sneaks it into these wrestling raps every now and then, too. Very um, cool. I'm very happy for Josiah. He he deserves it. He's fantastic. Uh, yeah, if you haven't, if you're a wrestling fan and you haven't heard uh, some of his stuff, go go Google Wrestle and Flow and uh, check that out. Um, but if you're not a fan of wrestling, but you are a fan of Christian rap, listen to our station. You can also go uh, search him on uh, YouTube or Spotify as well. He's uh, an amazing artist. Good work. Very proud of him. Very happy. Uh, All right. Well, speaking of happiness in wrestling, I get to keep my title. And now you got to earn your way back up to the top. Take on the top dog. We're going to have to come up with a new game. There's only you. It's not like like you say you got to take on the top dog. Like Seriously, man? Look, there's two dogs in this race, and one of them's got to be the top dog. And that's me. Whatever. Right now. (laughs) When we come back. Can you hide from Big Brother Google? Oh, gosh. Stick around. morning show in this third hour we are going to continue our privacy week topics and today we're talking about privacy in tech so this is a bit of a departure from our first two. First two are kind of home based this is stepping into the future in the world at large what are you doing so i was drawing i just had the paper clip on what is that my coffee sleeve uh-huh and i was just repositioning the paper clip and outlining it uh-huh. in different air ways and i didn't really realize what i drew you and ju- it's not did you, did, you, did you draw a inappropriate part of the body by accident i did <laughs> she she like realized it her eyes got huge and she scribbled it out and then crumpled up the coffee <laughs> mortified at herself i am (laughs) it's one thing to knowingly do something or say something but i i didn't mean to do this accidentally (laughs) i'm ashamed that that happens every now and then like on like sports recaps where they have the little marker of the drawing on the screen yes (laughs) or didn't the mars rover accidentally do it too Oh, I don't this know. This year, I'm pretty sure the Mars rover accidentally drew one uh, on Mars. Yeah, I, I feel really <laughs> ashamed of myself right now. Anyway, back to our... <laughs> Sorry. This is the kind of stuff that gets all over the internet, Mo. That's I... why we need privacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I had a lot to say about the last two days and topics. Uh-huh. I'm not going to have as much to say. You don't feel say. like you have a lot to say in this one? This is going to be all you. I this... don't think so. This is your race 
Of course. Right, so let's let's talk about listening. Google has recently come out and admitted to Congress that even when all your tracking and all your listening and everything is turned off, they're still tracking you. Mm-hmm. Well, you've known that. No, I've known the, the listening thing, but I'm okay. talking about they know where you are, they know what you're doing, and it is to target ads at you and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we have talked about the the um, the Siri aspect or the Hey Google aspect thing where you would think that when you say the wake word, mm-hmm. boom, that's when the recording starts. Because obviously that's how this works. It records your voice, sends it to computers at Google or whatever, and then they instantly send back the results. But... When you go back, you can go back and search through your Google history, like, like not your web history, but like your actual activity history. If you find it, you can find it in your profile. And you can hear your voice recordings. And they start as you start talking. Like you hear yourself say, hey, Google, mm-hmm. which is weird. How would it record that? Did your phone just? My, my phone just came on. Uh, but yeah, it can hear you say that and record it. All the way from the beginning of the wake word. But then I found out that it's even recording before that. Because at one point, uh, someone was yelling something in the background when I said, hey, Google. And I could hear them yelling before I said, hey. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was already recording. Which tells me it's recording all the time. Nonstop. It, your phone is nonstop recording. And I guarantee you Siri's doing the exact same thing. And Alexa is probably doing the exact same thing too. Always recording you. Now they say publicly that you know they don't keep these recordings. It's just to have the program work optimally for you and be ready to go at a moment's notice. But then they get in front of Congress and the story kind of changes a little bit. Uh, Of course, Facebook is doing this too. They've been hounding Facebook about privacy issues now for the last several years. We all know that when uh, Mark Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. was sitting in Mm -hmm. front of Congress, how he looked like a robot. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Does that worry you at all that you're always being listened to? Like, we've been talking about accidentally incriminating yourselves or whatever with with uh text messages or all that but that's stuff that you do to yourself right this is uh, now i'm having to watch what i say at all points i guess what i'm worried about is will it become so normal that we then get on that slippery slope of now we're being monitored Mm mm-hmm not that we're being listened to all the time. Now we're being monitored all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. I'm, eh. Obviously, I don't like it. Obviously, <laughs> I want to feel protected right. and safe within my home. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't say whatever I want to say in Walmart because there are people who are listening. Right. Sure. I can't say bomb on an airplane, even if I'm just having a discussion about a type of candy. Right. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, there are people who are listening and will take it the wrong way. Yeah. But there's a hope that inside your home, when having a conversation with your spouse or your children, that you can be candid and and honest in your opinions. Um, That being said... 
I feel like I think the only perk that could come from it is that there is a bit of a moral backing. Like, you know that someone is listening to you, so you choose not to say certain things because you don't want to <laughs> offend them. You don't want to be it wrongly helps, judged. Helps keep you don't your, want yourself in check. Exactly. Exactly. But you have Alexa in your home. I can see, I can see where you're going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. But I think that's the literal only positive. And that's, that could come from it. I feel it's, it's even a bit of a stretch to make it positive. Well, just like you're searching for something to be positive about. So in here, yeah, absolutely. I'm searching for something to be positive about it. Because let's be honest, there have been movies that have like told us for decades now to not have robots in our homes because it goes very, very badly. Yet still, for hey, some reason, we have Alexa. Man. Bicentennial Man was great. I don't know that movie. Robin Williams was a robot. Really? And he did not kill anybody. <laughs> okay. So one out you of how seen many? Bicentennial Man? No, you didn't see Bicentennial I'm, Man. You're right, I do. Um, <laughs> but I think, so, and this may be something that's just been ingrained in me kind of as a military spouse with the understanding that I can't speak openly and honestly about how I feel about a president because... Mm. It is, he is my husband's boss, essentially, you know? Yeah. And I've always had this whole conspiracy theory in the back of my head. Are there people listening to me? Are there people watching me? they bug our house to Uh make sure? Yeah. Even before (laughs) Alexa was a big thing, even before smartphones were a big thing, I can remember thinking that, you know, well, I can't talk about, I think Bush was the president. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't say anything negative without like ending it with, but I think he's a good guy. <laughs> you know, like. And I the still same might with, vote for him. Yeah, the same with Obama. <laughs> I couldn't say anything negative without saying, but he's human. I get it. You know. <laughs> but he is a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think it's just something that's been ingrained in me to always end <laughs> my honest opinions with a. But, <laughs> but you know, who's, who doesn't do that? On <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who doesn't sometimes contact the Russians? Right. <laughs> We've I mean, all I done talk it. to them on a weekly basis. I mean, no, I don't. No, I don't. No. FBI. Right. Into our studio. <laughs> Did you do the collusion? Gosh. It was just a joke. <laughs> okay. Well, see, you brought up something that's even more terrifying than to me. Okay. Bugging. Used to, if the government was going to bug you, they had to get into your house. Yeah. They had to put things or they had to like tap your, your landline phone or yeah. something. Now, we've been told, it's been confirmed many times, the government has the power to wirelessly turn on both your microphone and your camera on your mm-hmm. phone, even when your phone is off. Yeah. They can turn it on mm-hmm. and do that. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. I think when cell phones first came out, there there was a big push for they are more secure because you can't tap into mm-hmm. like you can with a landline, you know, uh, false. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe twenty years ago when they first came out and they were a big thing, but essentially uh, 
fancier walkie talkies. Yeah, a phone in a bag <laughs> is what it was. But we had one of those. We did too. We plug it into the car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The cigarette the lighter cigarette of the car. Lighter. Yep. I still think that's like the most genius design ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the bag phone. Yep. Um. But anyway, I yeah. It's no longer something that we can use the argument of, well, it's more secure because right. it is definitely not. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that comes along with this, and it's probably the main thing, like we're talking about all these kind of nightmare scenarios, but I think the main thing that this brings up is ads, targeted ads, mm-hmm. which I'm not all that against because if I'm if I have to see ads... I'd like to see ads for things I like. Yeah, something I, I see, want. I don't want to see garbage ads. Yeah, for things I don't want all the time. Sick of seeing car ads. So sick of seeing car ads. Hulu. Buy advertising from or get advertising from other companies, please. I'm so sick of that. That's true. They really cars. only do cars, cars, cars. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Yeah. So I'm not entirely against it, but that's usually most of that comes from tracking cookies yeah on your computer and mm-hmm. your phone and stuff like that that you do not necessarily from listening but my wife has this theory which a lot of people share that your phone really is listening to you and that it is bringing up ads based on what you say because you'll be talking about a certain thing a certain product or whatever and then you'll see an ad for it yep do you think that's really happening i do i've seen it happen to myself okay here's i have a theory you know how when you hear a weird word or phrase that you don't hear that often and then you hear it like several times that week? Yeah. It's called the Batter-Meinhof phenomenon. Okay. And it's basically where you're made aware of something that you would you would have heard anyway. But if you're not actually actively aware of it because of a specific instance, you don't notice it or you don't register it. Okay. I think that because... You know, I'm talking about this specific item or thing. Now I'm going to be more aware of the ad. I think the ad would probably always have been there. But had I not been talking about it, I wouldn't have really noticed it. So here's the thing. I've had like vacations for Europe Mm -hmm. pop up on my phone after talking about going back to Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. Or seeing the places that we didn't get to see while we were there. That doesn't... Those could pop up. No. 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 You're going to (laughs) see Disney. You're going to see Universal. You're going to see SeaWorld. You're going to see all the big places. You're not going to see vacation packages to Paris pop up on your... You're not. I don't see why not. Not not on a reoccurring (laughs) frequent daily unless you have searched it. Search, yeah, search. Did you search it? No. You ever put in Europe in the search bar? No. Not once? Truthfully, no. 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 (laughs) But that's the thing. Just having these hypothetical conversations with my husband or friends and, well, if we did go back to Italy, where would we go this time? Never a conversation that we would have had prior. I don't know. I think people are listening. Okay. See, Deidre, though, is so emphatic about this that I feel like she reads into certain things. 
Like okay. we'll be, t- she'll be talking about diapers or whatever, and then an ad will pop up for diapers on her phone later that day, and she'll use that as proof. I'm like, well, they advertise diapers, <laughs> and you searched many baby things. You might not have searched diapers, but it's normal. <laughs> but every time, and I feel like it's once a week, or at least it was for a long time. So she's a bit of a conspiracy theorist <laughs> Just as well. Just on that. Yeah, this is like the only thing that she's really conspiracy out about. That's where it starts. <laughs> but I don't know. I think most of it's better mine off. That's what I'm going to contend. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, how much do you share online about yourself? Like on Facebook, is most of your stuff open to where anybody can see it? Or do you no, have most of it private? Most of it's private. Yeah. To the point to where if there's a, like, if I share something that I think is a moment that I feel like the rest of the world needs to know, then I go in and I publicly share that post. But then I also go back and make sure that the next, like, five or seven posts after that are still private, you know. Um, But everything, pretty much my cover photo, if you're not my friend on Facebook, the only thing that's that you can see or that you're supposed to be able to see is my profile picture and my name. And I think just those like top, the bio information. Mm -hmm. So you know how like everybody has worked at this job from this day to this date, worked at this job, went to this school and this school and this school. To me, I feel like that's way too much information (laughs) that you're putting out there. Not only like do most people not care, but that's just adding information for someone to be able to steal your identity like yeah do you know what i mean yeah it's just giving them Mm -hmm. all these possibilities okay so my next one is how far do you take it now you seem to take it pretty heavily but what about like because i just saw this and it was a kara that did it it was Mm -hmm. my friend kara Mm -hmm. she posted a picture and it had her vehicle in it Mm mm-hmm And she covered up the license plate in the picture with Mm -hmm. like a little heart sticker so Mm -hmm. no one could see the license plate. Yeah. I would have never thought to do that. But why? It's on your car. Hundreds of people see it a day. What's the difference if you put it on? True. You can't steal your identity based on your license plate. Yeah. I, (laughs) I would have never thought to do it. But at the same time, Matthew, at the same time, what does her blurring her license plate on her picture offend you? (laughs) I'm not offended by it. I don't understand it. I want to learn. Teach me why this is a thing. (laughs) So obviously there are some people who are a little more freaked out. Well, I'm, I'm I'm actually honestly asking, is this a thing? I have no idea. Because I've never really heard of anybody blurring out their license plate like I that. I have. I know that I know that some people do it as a privacy measure when it's like other people's other cars. Other people's or cars, yeah. But like are you worried about your own car and your own photo so that you're posting on your page? That's what I've always seen is someone blur out yeah, other, other people's Because that's that's putting them in a place you don't you know, you don't wanna it doesn't matter where it is, you don't wanna prove that somebody else was somewhere and out them if they weren't supposed to be there. True. Or you don't want to make any kind of True. privacy issue for someone else. Yeah. But when it's you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Okay. We're going to need to call Kara and figure it out. <laughs> no. I'm not doing it. Why? <laughs> we can ask Kevin. 
Kevin will relay the answer Kevin, to Kevin, us. Kevin, I know you're listening. Kevin, yeah. so ask just let your us wife know why and tell us. I'm sure he already <laughs> asked her, and she had her reason. But Kara is a lot like me in the fact that if I do something and I did it to my stuff, why the crap do you even <laughs> care if I did it? Back off my case. <laughs> I need to know if I need to start doing it or not. I need to know the justification. So that, like, that's why I'm not asking Kara. If she felt the need to do it, cool, she felt the need to do it. Kevin will give us the reason and he'll do it in a more not angry way. <laughs> this is why Kara and I are best friends, though, because we get we offended by people who offend us. Because we don't so. talk to each other about anything. I mean, I could probably text Kara and be like, hey... What's the deal? Why Why did you blur out your license plate in that picture? And she wouldn't take it offensively coming from me. Right. But You think she would for me? It's like, question. Why'd you, why'd you blur out your license plate? Probably not from you either. Okay. Here's the thing. But we're going, we read comments and text in the voice of the other person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if someone else were to call her or text her, um, if another one of our good friends were to do it, she would be ticked at him. Like, <laughs> back up off my case. Stop judging me for everything that I do. She's talking about a specific yeah. friend. Not, yeah. Not just any other friend. No, just a specific one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's a whole range of uh, other questions we could be talking about with this, but uh, it's just basically what it comes down to is we have no privacy in technology. There's... We have a little bit that we can block from other people to see, but in the end, if they really want to find out about you, they can. Yeah. So, uh... It's a true story. Keep blurring your license plates. See if that'll help. <laughs> Take I all I love precautionary you, measures. <laughs> and I'm sure that's her mindset. Yeah. I'm Just being safe. Just yeah. playing it safe. Yep. <laughs> all right, folks. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. here on this Wednesday as we are closing out the show we got your Bible verse and thought for the day Bible verse for the day is Romans 5 8 God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners Christ died for us and our thought for the day comes from Tim Keller when we try to use fear or pride to stop from sinning we are forgetting that we sin because of either fear or pride Thank you for joining us this morning. We are here every Monday through Thursday, normally, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore presentation at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. And if you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together for you into a podcast or on backroadradio.com or most places you find podcasts. Be sure you turn in tomorrow and Friday turn as in. our... I said tune in. Said turn. <laughs> I said tune Play it back, Gosh. Johnny. All right. Hey, guys. Be sure to tune in tomorrow <laughs> and, and Friday as our friends Donnie and Jordan take over the morning show with 
their show, You're My Friend and I Trust You. <laughs> Tune in Saturday morning beginning at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific for six hours. Classic Christian music to cruise to in our Saturday morning cartoons block. Then again on Saturday night for our Saturday night rap block, two hours of nothing but the best hip hop and rap from yesterday and today starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And as always, connect with all aspects of The Back Row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at brbchurch.com. If you love what we do here at The Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash backrowradio or go to backrowradio.com and scroll all the way to the bottom. Mo, what's the final word? Uh, it's more like a final phrase. We skipped our aua for the day. Oh, no. We did. Quick. We went right over it. What game have you spent the most hours playing? Uh, Yahtzee. Really? No, I don't know. <laughs> Super Mario 64 for me, that's an easy. Because I've had it in three different generations. That's probably true. That's a legit statement. Yeah? You think that's yours, too? No. Oh. But it's one of my top five, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, possibly. I don't know. The What's the, the code words games that we Code words. Uh-huh. That's a good game. Yeah. You think you've played that as much as a video game? I don't. I don't. Yes. Because really? I don't play video games a whole lot. You never did? Not really. Oh. Okay. I went through a period where N64 was the new thing and we had just got it. And Gosh, that was literally was great the time. only game console that we ever owned that was the my best, entire childhood. That was the best time in video games. We didn't even have the classic. I had to go to my friend's house. You didn't have Super Mario 64? NES classic? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they we didn't they have... They call it the classic. They call it the NES. <laughs> I said it was the only game console that we had ever owned. <laughs> Follow along in my conversation if you are going to be offended by the things that I say. <laughs> Just because I wasn't following along doesn't mean you said it correctly. Ugh. Oh. Anyway, all right. Hey, that's it for today's show. <laughs> if you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.